Jesus. Wow. When skinny people try to be fat. <laughs> that, was a, that was a fail. <laughs> that was a fail. I got some meat. Look. Dang. Girl. That's baby fat. That's just baby fat. I haven't been a baby in a very long time. I would like to say this is preteen fat. You haven't been a preteen in a very long time. We want to talk about how old you are. It's been less time. Thanks for... I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, this, you know, so, old ass nigga. We, we both been there. Aren't she about to be thirty? We didn't have to bring that up. We, we, we really didn't have to go there. Um, <laughs> I'm about to be twenty four, nigga. You don't know my life. I know you just got out of the sandbox. I get it. I know. <laughs> I don't like this angle. No. And it's like blurrier for some reason, which is weird. Do you see how it cleared up mm. when I turned it? Alright, well, Let's get your big ass you're tuned in. in. <laughs> you're tuned into the people's space for a debate. For debate. Plumbing Peoples. Plumbing. org. Mac here. Am I supposed to be recording? Yeah, sure. Nigga. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've tuned in to the people's place for debate. People's space for debate. People's space. The people's space for debate. You've tuned in to the people's space for debate. Polemic Peoples. Polemic. www.polemicpeoples.org. Mac here. Ari. And we got a goodie today. Mm. I'm really I'm more excited about this one than the marriage gender one because it's a hot topic right now. Okay. Um, and I don't really see many individuals uh, speaking on it. Or they're scared to because it involves the babies, the kids. And, you know, it gets into that whole conversation. But I'm not afraid of any waters. I've been swimming since I was 12. So, let's dive in. It's actually a late time to start swimming. So, <laughs> just to give a little... Just to little, give a little context. Um, Teen Vogue, like two weeks ago. Teen, teen Vogue. Um, if you can't tell by the name, it's a magazine designated towards teens. I'm not really sure how many teens actually read it. Do this Bianca... Sage read Teen Vogue or no? I only think many teens read period. Um, so I don't really or go on Teen Vogue, but whatever. Um, Teen Vogue uh had an article about sex work, and the internet went on fire as they usually do. And the article was pretty much saying that sex work is real work, and it had all these testimonials from actual sex workers and. Um, them expressing like their struggles with um, being um, in the, I guess you could say, industry, and a lot of people didn't think that was appropriate. They think that it, they they looked at it as Team Vogue was promoting sex work to children, um, to teenagers, and uh, they got an uproar, an uproar about that. And Team Vogue. Um, responded by saying that teens um, can handle politics. That was their um, counter-argument to everybody's um, dismay with that article. So the uh, the conversation came up of censorship. Because not this isn't just one time that um, media, um, forms of media present things to children that um, are often more commonly discussed within adult circles. Um, and some believe that it's fine. Some believe that, you know, you should, quote unquote, let kids be kids. So the debate today, resolution states, 
censorship should not exist. And because I am the affirmation, I will go first this time um, because I agree that it should not exist. Um, it should even be a thing. And um, I'm assuming you're negation, right? Censorship <clears throat> should Exist. Exist. Okay. All right. Well, let me just state my case real quick. Um, let me just say. Let me just say my little piece. Um, this guy got notes. Of course, for I you got guys notes. who can't see, he's pulling out his phone and reading notes. For you guys who have never been to college before, um, or you young batches out here, um, you know, he's just got the degree like yesterday. Um, this is what a professional does. They take notes. You did not have notes and, last um, time, so don't even do all of that. I did. I did. I had. Go ahead and read your notes. Nah, it's just bullet points. It's just bullet points. I just want to say that um, I agree with Teen Vogue in this particular instance. I believe that um, when we censor things, not just from adults, but from um, teens and young people, we are um, robbing them of the opportunity to um, be creative and to be uh, and to be fully aware of what's going on in the world. I'm a full believer that the sooner you know what go how this world works, the better. Um, I think that Teen Vogue was completely fine with, with putting in an article about sex work and um, was completely fine with putting a, um, an article in there about sex work. They didn't promote, to me, they didn't promote sex work by just putting sex work in there. The same way when you talk about sex education in school, you're not promoting sex education, you're, and you're informing students on on what it is, and you're helping them to process um, the information that they're being presented. And I think that's what people really forget from this argument is that it's not it's not just what you show them because you're under the assumption that every time you show somebody something that they're just gonna go out and do it. Oh, if they see gay people kissing on um, if they see two two gay men kissing on TV, they're gonna want to try to be gay. Oh, if they see um something about prostitution inside of this book, they're gonna want to um be prostitutes. And that's just that's not how that's not how all teens work. And I believe if you present that information and you process it, help them process it with it by explaining to them what this is and um, uh, answering their questions on it instead of just deflecting it and telling them that no 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 just stay away from it. Then um, you're not then you're going to end up finding yourself raising um, a young person that is fully aware of the world. They know how to, um, navigate through, um, certain problems. So when they actually get out on their own, none of this is, none of this is new to them and they know how to, they know how to work through, um, certain situations. And my last point is just that, um, another reason why censorship should not exist is that the criteria is bogus to me i feel like it's very hypocritical um how uh the gatekeepers of media decide what does and doesn't get aired um on tv um movies music whatever like you allow bitch on um, almost every single reality show, but you bleep it on the radio, or you allow this word or that word to go through, but you don't allow this, or you allow, um, you allow us like there's actually in, um, it's actually in FDC rules that if a woman's breast size is a, is is past is is a certain cup, she can't do a nudity scene. But if she has like breasts like Nola Darling, you know, from She's Got to Have It, it's fine. So because because apparently the a woman with that size breast is gonna be too uh, 
bovacious or whatever the term is um, for for viewers. And I feel like it's hypocritical. And um, because the rules are um, don't have anything that's fixated or um, concrete, how are we ever to how are we ever to follow it? All right, so I think censorship is necessary because I think it's a slippery slope. If we don't have any type of censorship, next thing you know, anything that's posted on any social media site that's inappropriate of children would not be flagged. And I think that's just opening up the door to a lot of safety issues. So so my first question would be, what's the harm in them seeing um so i'm assuming i'm assuming here that when you say they're they're gonna see inappropriate things online Mm -hmm. um or inappropriate things like at school or whatever when you say inappropriate you mean sexual things things yeah so like for example what's deemed if we don't have censorship and somebody in high school or someone like eighth eighth grade student gets a hold of someone's naked pictures because you know people do that in eighth grade i've seen people do that mm-hmm. in eighth grade and um child pornography absolutely. yeah and if it, we don't have censorship and that person goes ahead and posts it on instagram post it on facebook then there's no rules regulations around bless you the fact that that needs to be taken down there would be no because censorship is like for instagram they have a team of people who go through things that are posted and they you know tag it if it's inappropriate they take it down whatever so if we don't have that then that photo of that child could just be i'm not saying i'm not saying child pornography should be legalized i'm no we're talking about censorship i know i know but i'm saying child that's 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 the reason why facebook takes that down initially they don't give a fuck about your morals. They they that's child pornography and that's against the law. So if they did allow that to stay up online, their company would be under fire. So the reason why they take that down is because it's it's against the law for children to partake in por- porn and pornographic pornographic actions. That's not that doesn't mean um, that's not a situation of um, censorship. Censorship would be if censorship is uh, Facebook. Um, if Facebook um, took down anything that you posted about um, any um, anytime you you personally post your own uh, nude pictures, for example, that's censorship. Do you see something wrong with that? Them taking down nude pictures on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, like you have a page, you have a page, and you want to post nude pictures of yourself. It's your page. No, I and don't think you should be able to post pornography on Facebook or Instagram. I love pornography. You're naked. Why is and it you're child? Grown, you're why, a grown okay, woman. why 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 do we call it child pornography if it's a naked child, but it's just It's adult pornography because adult pornography is legal. Okay, so it's so porn. You just called it pornography. Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's All right, legal. and I'm What's saying I don't think that you should be able to put pornography on Facebook. If you have to go to a certain website and you gotta like go through that channel to do it i think that's different but if anybody who's on your feed is can all of a sudden be blasted with your naked image not everybody wants to see that and you're taking away their choice when you go on to they can a block board, me they can unfriend but they already me. seen things they can block but if they've they, already seen if things. you know me 
you know if you follow we're me, we're not talking you know about me. you. We're talking. You should about know. Not like just, just in general. If you know, you should like you should be knowing the people that you follow. If you know them by nature, you know that they post certain things like this. What if no one's one just day coming out like, the blue, like coming out the blue? Everyone has to do a first image. So yeah, that means I'm going through here. I could be, I could be with my little twelve year old sister going through my Facebook, and all of a sudden I see a naked body. No, because if I go looking for it, then that's fine. I made the choice to see that, but you can't just blindside me with that. Cause public, like that's the same thing as like if somebody were to walk outside in front of you butt naked, that would be offensive, right? It's seen as offensive. It's not legal. So why can you blindside me when I'm on my social media on a public forum? That's a good question. Why is public nudity illegal, but public nudity online isn't? That's a good question, right there. So, so as far I, so as far as with the teen folk situation, right? Yeah. Um, them putting out an article saying sex work is real work. Um, did you feel that 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 was promoting sex work to children? Um, I feel like it's over. I. <sighs> I don't think they meant it to be promotion, but I think you, anything you put in a magazine for kids, yeah, you're, you, there's promotion of, of at least having the conversation of it being legitimate work. Um, and I think the issue there is, do you, more of an example, like, do you want your, how would you feel if your child came up to you and was like, oh, I read this article, this is what I want to be, like I want to be a porn star. If your, like, 13-year-old daughter came up to you and was like, I want to be a porn star. I'd educate them. Like, and and to be, unless, to be quite frank, it's not just the magazine they're going to hear that kind of thing from. They're going to hear that from No, of course not. They're going to hear it from, like, in today's world, I I feel like parents and um, other adults, they try so hard to shelter children from what is inevitable. Um, So these kind of conversations are going to find their way to your child regardless of whether teen folk talked about it or not. But if in your to answer your question, if my if my daughter, <laughs> so I talk about with my son, <laughs> that's another topic. But if my daughter came up to me and said that she wants to be a prostitute or a sex worker, or whatever, um, because she read that article, I would educate her and I'd talk to her about um, why one, um, explain to her that it's illegal um, in Massachusetts. Two. Um, what what are the neg- what are the um, harms of doing such such? Pretty much, I would help her process that information that she just got. Obviously, yes, I understand. Children, um, if you throw certain things at children, um, information at children, they're going to have questions. They're, they they will jump to conclusions and jump to assumptions. They're very impulsive. We're very impulsive at that age. Um, I understand that, but um, as a good parent. Um, and I, I truly believe this. I feel like if you are doing your job as a parent, your child will come to you with those type of questions before anybody else. How would you if feel? You, if you provide that open um, that open atmosphere in your household. Two points. One, I think we deserve a right. Not we. I don't have kids. But I think if I was a parent, um, that as parents, we deserve the right to introduce our children to certain topics because we don't necessarily know, like... Yeah, they put it out there. Yeah, you want open dialogue, but your kid is also reading about something that's about sex. So they might not necessarily feel like they can talk to you about it. And there, there's a risk there that they take it and run with it. And also, if there was an ad, like, why did people get so up in arms about there being cigarette ads in 
magazines, right? Because it's not saying like maybe they or maybe they're just talking about smoking or the fact that they wanted to take um you know kids smoking out of out of shows. They didn't want to show that in you know young teen shows anymore because you didn't want to influence the child to make the decision. It's not so that is a form of censorship, right? It's real life. That's not the only place that they're gonna see it, but they wanted to take it out of there because they knew and understood that if you show people doing things that it's going to influence children especially that you know people that these kids are looking up to so if they put articles out there and they're almost not glorifying it but making it like oh this is okay this is a, this is regular life it's going to influence them children are influenced that's why they go and they can sit in school and they they listen to their teachers and they learn from their teachers and they learn from the information that you give them like even you as a teacher and as an educator you have a huge responsibility for that because you're influencing the future, right? Yeah. So I'm so I'm just saying like if you're if you're gonna you're introducing a topic to them that's not one, we can't it's not safe, right? It's not like What's there's so many there's so many bad things what like whether it's you're being a sex worker, there's so many things that can go wrong, right? Yeah. There's so many Uh, men and women who end up going missing, Mm -hmm. people who end up getting abused, who it goes from Mm -hmm. this to rape real fast. So that's not a safe career path for a child to be like idolizing or looking into at that age. What I'm saying, what I'm telling you is, I I, I understand that um, a parent wants to introduce certain topics to their children at their time, and they want to be able to control um the time and place when they want to have these conversations with their child what i'm telling you is um the reality is you don't have control over that i'm sorry unless unless you're amish and your child um shout out to my people in the amish Amish community we have one name first um but unless you're you know you live a certain like lifestyle like amish people where you stay where you their their belief is solely built on keeping their children sheltered from the world and keeping themselves sheltered from the world and all they know is that rural area. Um, unless you're willing to go to those extremes, it is inevitable. Your child, if your child goes to public school, if your child goes to community centers, if they go to after school programs, if they go if they're going to their friend's house, if they're allowed to go to um, their cousin's house, whatever, okay. they're going to be exposed to these conversations and these topics and these images and this music. And because it is an it is inevitable, the influence um, that they're they're constantly being influenced by several things. And I think I think it's important that um, they do have questions. They're like they are they are gonna have questions after see after being revealed to certain things like that. And I think what's most important is that we're there to answer those questions for them so that they can make sense of why it's not safe for you to be um, a thirteen year old sex worker. Okay. That's for fine, example. but I'm saying how they are receiving the information. So if you've raised, you want to raise your kid a certain way that they come to you and have conversations, whatever, they're responsible, they can make good decisions on their own, that's fine. But if you're giving them this information in um in a magazine that you feel like that they trust, like, oh, this is, this is credible, this is a credible source, uh-huh. that's different than them hearing it from their friend. Does it depend on the individual child? Sure, but even a kid who has like a, a good head on their shoulders is going to look at a magazine, oh, like, this is a this is a respectable magazine i you know my mom buys this for me whatever right Mm -hmm. i'm receiving information through that same thing 
with like with cigarettes like yeah just because you took the ads out of magazines doesn't mean that the kids still not going to get introduced to it but now it's it's not coming to them in the same credible source so it's not coming to them legit like as legitimate as it was before so somebody so 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 teen teen things that that are designated for teens should be just for teens kind of like yes kind of like if it's if it's teen disney then it should be. We just shouldn't for be talking about Teen Disney, adult Disney topics. I, I get, I get. Is there an adult? Okay. Yeah. But, um, it, wait. No, not adult. Nick. I was Lion thinking King, about Nick. Yeah. Um, Nick I get that, but I do. For one, I think to be real, and I, I, I promise you, I will do the data on this. I do a bit of research, but I truly believe that most teenagers are not not receiving or watching or listening to media through those platforms that are designed for teens. They're not reading Teen Vogue. They're not watching Teen Disney. They're not they're on Netflix. They're on Facebook. They're listening to Lil Baby. They're listening to Megan Stallion. They're not they're not in tune with like you you and you know these platforms are created for um uh, for teenagers to enjoy and whatever, but most of the time though that 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 type of topics are, are being introduced to are, are usually what parents turn on when they want to get the toddler to, to um to quiet down and watch something, and then you hear our parents have arguments about that because you have conversations of um relationships and love and stuff like that being brought up inside those teen shows um that they don't even feel their toddlers ready to see, so it's like. You know, like I, I don't think the av- the average um, teenager isn't getting their um, access information from there. They're getting their access information from the places adults go, and that's that's across the socioeconomic board. I I don't know about all that. I grew I grew up with a lot of people who didn't have access to all of that stuff. Didn't have access to what adult information? Yeah, adult but content, like, or they were like I know for me, like I wasn't allowed to have a Facebook. I never had a MySpace. Stuff like that, like yeah. when I was watching, and yeah. I didn't. Some parents, I mean, some for, parents go there. Yeah. For me, and it didn't even feel because that's how I was raised. I was raised to respect the people that were taking care of me and feeding me and clothing me. So mm-hmm. when I was told that this is adult content, and you don't. And shout outs to you, but the average that. teenager is curious, as you said. They are. In yeah, that, they're they gonna are, be curious. They're just as curious as they what just I'm as are influenced. What I'm saying is, you can you give your. As a parent, you have absolutely no line of defense if even the things that are supposed to be towards your children that you feel like, okay, I don't want my child looking at adult content. I want them to do something that's, you know, appropriate for them. I'm going to go buy them Teen Vogue so she has her, she or he has her magazine or whatever that they can read. It's mm-hmm. appropriate as I sit here and I read my, my magazine. I don't know who's still reading physical magazines, but I guess they're online too. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But... Um, then and then you're but you're like okay i want them to have appropriate content i'll give them this you can't even have confidence in giving them that anymore because they're starting to blur the lines okay. so you got to excel now you got to excel teen vogue because they want to talk about porn because they just couldn't help themselves you know what i, I mean think like teens can handle that kind of conversation it's politics like it's let's it, many teens are many teens are interested in it many of them are foot soldiers in it did you see what happened at holyoke high Okay, so recently at Holyoke High School, they fired um, either one or or numerous amount of um, colored uh, teachers, um, te- teachers of teachers of color, and students got students banded together. 
they they organized they even had a leader in the committee and they fought for um that those teachers to come back and they made a strong case for it had they were had they be sheltered had they been blocked from the realities of the world like such as protests That's and, so and com- no 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 I'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 giving you the full spectrum had they been had they not been exposed to um how the world works and what's happening outside the world and been um, engulfed in um, these kind of topics, um, you might not have had that that type of um, those. You might not have had that that type of push, that type of force um, in that in that student body. But because we live in this world where that access to information is so broad, um, they um, you you see the students were informed and they were informed enough to know how to organize to get change done. Now I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that um, all information is good information. I think that the reality is that um, if children want to learn something, they'll learn it. If they're curious about something, they'll find an answer to it. I think what's important for you as a parent, what's important for you as a a mentor, as an adult that cares, is to um, help them process said information. For the same reason that um, if you go on your timeline, you'll see a lot of people sharing headlines, um, but they don't ever read the article. Or they'll, if they want to learn something, they'll just type it in Google and they'll just go with the first thing they see on Wikipedia or the first answer that they see. And they don't, they don't know how to do credible research. So they don't know how to process. They don't know how to navigate through this world of unlimited access to information. And um, it is limited. But, you know, we'll get into that. I don't but, think that there's yeah. any... I think there's a big difference between us talking about sex work being real work and your <clears throat> child being able to, like, watch the news. Like, if you're... if I don't think that children shouldn't be allowed to sit and watch the news. That's something even with there being an, a certain amount of censorship in you, my you said, household. They, said they shouldn't be able to watch they the news? They should be able to watch the news. I don't think that the they news talks about sex work. Okay, that's fine. We have fine. a president that says grab by the genitalia. Like it's, okay, I understand that. But what I'm saying just, is that when you go to the news, yes, you know what you're getting. This is world news. If you're sitting down with your kid, you know what to expect. If you're giving them a Teen Vogue magazine, you should know that that is teen content. It is about how they were, are receiving the information. You should not be blindsided same thing with being on facebook and all of a sudden i scroll and i see a naked picture i should not be blindsided i should have the right and the ability to know what's what i'm what i'm tuning into and what's coming from it i agree so if you're and i and i think that the topic of you know them firing uh minority teachers is completely different than sex work I like mean, I we're, feel we're, like we're talking about censorship all around though. Like had they been censored and sheltered from the reality yeah, of realities around them, not just sex work, but just all ranges of topics. But I'm not saying censor the, from the student body that they Okay, but I'm not happen. saying you got to you have to censor everything. I'm saying you have to censor things that could potentially that are potentially damaging. Okay, like, so then this conversation changes because the the argument was that censorship shouldn't exist at all. But you're saying so then that, you could say you could censor anything. We have to like certain things are censored for a reason. Like, what would be the reasoning? So tell so, so, so tell me this. Um, censorship is to like from harmful things. You know you, what I mean? Do you believe that anytime we're presenting information to children, um, 
that were presenting information to children. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just because <laughs> I'm just the yo, relation. She just her eyes dumb the hard, relation like you a just hammer did shark, yo. Between them firing these te- teachers in sex work is just like I'm just okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. How, okay, so <laughs> my question being, do you feel that anytime children are presented with information that you deem to be adult content that it is whether it was intentional or not but it is inadvertently promoting um said information like for example it was if two children are at home watching empire and they see two kids they see two two men kissing do you feel that that's empire promote promote empires promoting um homosexuality or like we like we talked about the other day like disney is thinking about um creating a movie where the prince the prince's love interest is another prince um do you feel that that's promoting um a, a sexual uh homosexuality to um no, to, that's, to students? i think it's promoting acceptance okay over it yeah it is it is pro- promoting accept it is promoting um an acceptance because that's like that's why they do it that's why that's how they like slowly started putting interracial relationships into TV and stuff because they wanted to show what, you know, the world was but becoming, it, but... Yes, so it's it's more... I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't look at it as promoting. I look at more like... Because you're right. What, what came first was interracial relationships yeah. in the masses outside of media. And then they then media said... Had to you catch know, up. Was like, yeah, they had to catch up. Like, this is already happening, so let's broadcast what's happening in reality. The but same, it's not. I don't see of, it as harmful. You don't see what's like that. I don't like. I don't see that as harmful. I don't think interracial relationships are harmful. I don't think that a kid could do that in eventually And I don't think a kid could see that, follow it, because maybe they do follow it. Maybe they're like, oh yeah, like it's okay for me to date somebody outside my race, and they go and date them. Okay, I don't like. That's safe. So allow you determine safety. What's not? What's safe and what's not safe? Because that's just another reg. That's just another regular relationship. Sex work. There are situations where these men and women, like we, I already said this. You can get raped. No, you can I'm have saying, other sexually sex transmitted work, diseases. Other than sex work, what else to you is considered inappropriate and is considered adult content that should be nudity, nudity, and nudity and sex. There are certain things that I think children should be allowed to have some time in their life before they have to start thinking about nudity and sex, before they have to start seeing themselves as a, a person for another person to have in a certain type of way. So you're fine I with think, like, so you're fine with like, um, like on a more minimal level, uh, cursing, for example, and on the radio and TV and music and no more bleeping out um, the next. Uh, uh, I keep saying Megan Stallion, but whatever. Mm. Like, Leave me out the next Megan Stallion song or whatever. Yeah. Like you're 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 fine with that, but as long as it's not about, as long as it's not. Um, I think as long as it's or, not harmful. So yeah, if it cur- I don't think cursing is harmful. I don't think you're gonna go potentially get hurt from that. But like drugs and sex, I think could be potentially harmful, especially for young children. Like, because there's, like we were saying before, your child might take that magazine and come to you or they might not. They might take the information that the media is giving to them and run and running with it. So I just think that it's something that you shouldn't be exposing them to because it could put them in potential danger. Children are impulsive. They can be impulsive. 
But so. it's also not all children. I, I don't. I don't believe. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, yeah, it's never all. Because <sighs> there, you know, there are students. There are students. There are uh, teenagers, kids out there who they'll see something that they've never seen before, mm-hmm. or and they'll have questions. And the first person they're gonna want to come to is mommy and daddy, and ask, or it's just a trusted adult, and ask them, "What's this? What's that? Why are they doing that? What is this? What is that?" And they're looking to you. And, how, and I feel like how they take that information moving forward is how you respond to it or choose not to. And my, my, my closing argument is just that um, I just want the adults and I just want adults to be more mindful of not canceling out these conversations. Um, just just because you're trying to save your child from being exposed to things that are inevitable. And instead educating yourself on how best to um educate them and how to lead them if you don't know if you don't even know much about this topic to like teach yourself you know like uh, the same thing about sex education i think growing up uh the parents around me handle sex education terribly i've seen parents who just um parents of my friends who just didn't talk about it um I know. I remember one time there was actually a protest of the parents in Springfield because they were trying to bring a sex education class to the public schools, and they thought that presenting us with this information was gonna make us want to have sex, and they thought having condoms in the nurse's office was gonna make us want to have sex. But the reality is, just like interracial dating, it was happening before it was before it was broadcasted and, and put in or organized um, information deliverance. So. I say that to say um, that's why I feel that censorship um, should not exist. I feel like when, these topics should be open to the atmosphere so that we could best discuss them rather than just hiding from them. And Because I've also seen the negative side of this where, um, you know, that same teen who, you know, grew up not knowing about this, not knowing about that, then they get into college or they get into whatever part of the world they're going to after high school. And they're completely clueless, and they end up doing things without knowing. Um, they like they 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 end up getting in certain situations because they don't know any better. My my point, um, and I guess my closing piece would be: I don't think that censorship just needs to to be from your parents. I think you can have conversations with your kids, and you should have conversations with your kids about things that are going on in the world. I just don't think you should have to worry about the media raising your child and introducing them to topics before it's the time. Even for, I know for me, when I did sex education, I had to bring a paper home and it had to be signed by my parents first because at the end of the day, you should have some type of say over your your child and how they're raised because, I mean, that's the this is the most influential time of their lives and you might not want your kid to end up like everybody else who's being raised off of the media. You tuned into the People Space for debate. <laughs> Polemic Peoples. www.polemicpeoples.org. You can follow us at Polemic Peoples on Facebook and Instagram. Any announcements? Black Wall Street, July 5th. Hey. <laughs> you'll, see us. you'll see us there too. Where is it at? 111 Chestnut Street, Springfield, Mass. How much it cost to get a table? A table is $30. Who we contact if we want to do that? Ariane Stewart. That's Stewart S. 
T. No, okay, we'll put it in the comments. <laughs> in the little box thing. Hit her up on Facebook. She goes on there every once in a while. Every once in a blue moon. Every once in a blue face. <laughs> blue face killer. Love insiders. <laughs> All right, you're doing it to the people's place for the bay. Pull up my people's 